What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and captain, Garrett Morlang, and here in the virtual studio with me is the nerd dad, Zetch Keenan. Hiya, hiya. What's up, everybody? How are you doing? Yeah, he Zetch said something here. this week. He finally said something this week. Yeah, now you guys know for real that I'm here. <laughs> Last week, you yeah. left everyone, all the audio listeners, hanging there. <laughs> and I just gave everybody a thumbs up. I was like, yeah, I hope you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> just giving a thumbs up really fast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also joining us this evening is uh, very spiffy, uh, the one, the only, J.J. Purdom. Konishiwa, my friends. Thank you very much. I am now wearing the Super Gamer Boys uh, t-shirt, but you can also purchase online. Uh, we also have mugs with my face on it. Uh, th- those guys, too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, with all of our faces cool. on it, technically. <laughs> technically, um, technically, yes. But my face <laughs> is in the center. And it's larger than both your guys's. Like, well, the head, the head portion is. I well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I made everything anatomically correct, so it is a very, very large head right. of yours. Very, you got my hair right. Spot on. You did. Spot on. You didn't. You got JJ hair hair's right too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> both of them. Both of them. Yeah. I spent a lot of time on just our hair. Let me tell you, I want to make sure all of our hairs were pretty much it's a spot key on. Key feature. <laughs> when you look like a pixel the hair is very important it's yeah, kind of all you got yeah everything else kind of looks <laughs> the same because we're all white yeah. dudes with beards but that's the hair you're looking at the hair and be like oh okay i know who that is <laughs> okay i recognize you by the hair or lack thereof cool how you doing zetch good i'm in week two of a quarantine life okay Okay, still hanging in there. Hanging in. You haven't hanging. caught you haven't caught the Rona yet. Nope. So I'm pretty sure I'm free and clear. I don't think I'm I'm gonna I'm Ronatized at all. And I'm <laughs> hanging on to the the de Roma de Roma life. Rona. Roma like the tomato. Roma. <laughs> I got that Coroma. But yeah. <laughs> No, it was a pretty good week. I finally beat Final Fantasy Seven. I'm yeah. excited to talk about that a little bit later. Um pretty cool. So I'm actually in a discussion with my good uncle on Twitter. So, and I totally understand his point. The man, the man is, the man isn't wrong. Okay, the man is not wrong. So basically, I had said on Twitter, I beat Final Fantasy VII. It's one of the greatest experiences ever. Super fun. Everybody should play it. Solid nine out of ten. Right. Gabe responds back. It's a remake, so it can't be better. It can't be good. It can't be that good. It's basically what he's saying. He's like, it can't be, you know, one of the best games, but one of the it, best RPGs. But it can. But it is. So and 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 <laughs> yeah. as I said, okay, and I told and I went into that game with the exact same mindset. I even replied back. I was like, look, I I know what you're saying, man. I went back in there with that same mindset. I didn't think it was going to be that good since it was a remake. But you know what it's like? It's like when you watch Lord of the Rings, the theatrical versions, and then you watch Lord of the Rings extended. Okay, like. You can't have the extended without the originals, but the extended adds so much more meat and potatoes and fills in so many gaps and fleshes oh, yeah. out so many more characters in so many more ways that you kind of can't watch that movie without watching the extended versions. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, 100%. Yeah. Now, whenever I watch the theatrical versions, I'm like, I, some, 
uh, something's not right. Like, that's not the whole story. Like, it always throws me off because you really do miss out on so much. And that's, I, I've never played the original Final Fantasy, but yeah, that makes sense. Like, it'd be so yeah. weird to play that and be like, wait a second. <laughs> and, and to his point, like, it is a remake, right? And it does do a few things around. That's why it's not like a perfect 10 out of 10. But I mean, when you compare Final Fantasy VII to Final Fantasy VII Remake, you can tell that it it wasn't, it's not, he used the word that it was lazy. That was like a cash grab, which he's 100% right. Oh, yeah. And it is. It was already one of the, it was already, already one of the most favorite <laughs> right. Final Fantasy games. And then they're like, hey, we're going to remake it. It's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, of course. That's, you know, it's easy money. Yeah, totally. Uh, but, you know, they, uh, they were like, okay, well, if we're going to do this. We're going to do it right. And they, they, they did it right. Really did it right. So, anyway, I'm excited to beat that game. That game is a lot of fun. It's one of my favorite RPGs ever. Dang. And uh, I look forward to really kind of giving it more details later. But anyway. You heard it here first. Final Fantasy VII is Etch's favorite Final Fantasy game. That's not what I said. <laughs> Don't take words uh, out of context. How, how are you said, doing, JJ? Up? How are you doing, um, JJ? To be perfectly honest, I'm having a really crappy day. It's Monday as we're recording this today. And uh, I am currently at towards the end of day eight of a cleanse where uh, what that means is <laughs> I have not eaten any food. I've been drinking some lemon cayenne pepper water with maple syrup in it uh, all week as my sustenance oh. and uh, not drinking coffee. And this is eight days of this as my boss swore up and down to me. This is the greatest dude. I feel like a million bucks. I feel so good and cleaned out. And uh, and then, yeah, he's like he's like the first you know, three days are the first three days are rough, but after that, man, I feel like a million rough. bucks. Never felt better in my whole life. <laughs> right, and so I'm here to tell you he's full of crap. So or or maybe not, and I'll get not. to that point in this moment. <laughs> yeah, very little, so very little crap. Therein lies the crux of the problem, uh, because one of the things that he told me was he said something that was very learned. He said, "JJ, just do yourself a favor on this on this cleanse." Don't trust farts. The farts. And so I took that as, oh, so I need to not trust that. And let me tell you, day two, I found out why he did not want me to, you know, fully, completely trust in them. So I have no trust in farts whatsoever uh, because you just can't trust them. And yeah, if you can't so, trust uh, a I'm fart. On, what can I'm, you trust? Nothing really. It comes down to nothing, Zach, and that's that's my point. So I, I'm eight days in, and I haven't had any food, and I haven't had any coffee, and everybody's drinking coffee and food, and they're all happy like I used to be, and they're all whistling and singing like I used to be, and all I think is screw all of you people. They get to eat food and drink coffee and whistle and sing because that's all I want to do all the time. I literally wake out up in the morning whistling and singing and happy every freaking day. The last eight days? Oh, hell no. No, the last eight days I'm waking up and going, oh, my God, I got to do it again. More of that lemon pepper crap water. Why are you doing this? peeing out of my butt. I don't know. I, I Something about health or something. Can crap. you stop anytime you want? No, I'm crazy. I have mental problems. I am really bad at quitting things. I have a mental disorder. I quit that. Okay? Not... I don't. I don't quit things either. But you know what? I quit that in a heartbeat. I quit that yeah. before I even started. Every time, hey, Zach, you want to do a cleanse? Uh, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm my good. my yeah. our boss also tried to get me to do. It. He's like, come on, dude. Everyone's starting on Sunday. I'm I'm already doing it. 
Uh, JJ's starting up. My wife's starting back up. Uh, one of our other coworkers is going to start doing it. And he's like, come on, you can do it. I'm like, I'm really interested, but you know, I got a baby yes. coming and all this stuff. And he's like, what does that have to do with you doing a cleanse? I'm like, I don't know, but I really don't want to do it. You, you like to call the cleanse, but I've been excused. <laughs> I was like, I'm really tired. Uh, he's like, that'll, it'll, he's like, it'll help with that. It'll help with that. I'm like, no, um, no, I don't. no, it won't. No, it won't. No, yeah. I'm dragging. I'm dragging. The only way you'd feel better is if you are a real true masochist and doing <laughs> Which, yourself apparently harm John apparently John brings is. you pleasure. Oh, <laughs> like, man. oh yeah. man, this is so terrible. I feel so yeah, great. I hit, I hit like a, a an energy brick wall. Look, I feel fine. I don't want food. I'm not. I'm not. I actually don't want coffee or food or whatever. I love coffee. I had a headache the first day, really bad. But that's not the problem with the cleanse. The problem is the lack of energy. I normally feel like, ah, like a crazy, like energetic uh, Beavis for Beavis and Butthead uh, Tiger. Oh. And I don't feel like that right now. <laughs> I mean, I do feel like a Butthead, I, totally unrelated. Uh, but I. You feel just, like a Butthead for committing to do the cleanse? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, wow. So if uh, so, if any of you guys have looked up the master cleanse online, that's what I'm doing. You guys can always look it up and see like the the stuff. Here, my advice: don't do it unless you want to pee in your butt. <laughs> I like peeing through I my other orifice. That's where so you're supposed I'll, to do it. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll lay out. I don't. Uh, I don't. Thanks and, for the and, warning. And I think like like our bosses said too a couple times like, oh, people will like that's all they'll do. Like they'll go years doing it, like without stopping. Ugh. I'm like, what? Like that sounds horrible. Why? Like imagine. Sure. <laughs> like, no. He's like, he's like, yeah, runners will do it before a big marathon. And apparently, they get all their nutrients and electrolytes and blah blah blah, blah from the, like, this cleanse. I'm like, I, that I don't. That makes no scientific that's, sense. That's what I kept telling him. I'm like, I don't think you read that right. Like that can't be true, right? Like people can't survive for years on lemonade and cayenne pepper. It's not how it no, works. It's impossible. <laughs> Unless you're like supplementing with like a ton of vitamins. Which like, is not I need like really. all the vitamins. Yeah, all of them. You're just taking you all the vitamins. You have to be like just taking a bunch of vitamin supplements like all like day, every day. Six multivitamins like, okay, here's a day. Protein. <laughs> like, yep. Uh, Holy well, well, that's enough uh, smack talk on uh, the master cleanse here. How about we talk about our Patreon now? <laughs> you can support us over there at patreon.com slash supergamerboys, just like our Patreon producer did, Adrian Homeboy Holmes, uh, and our Patreon sponsors, Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Dustin Long and Brent Fox. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that later on on how you can support us over there. Um, but the biggest thing we need to talk about right now is our giveaway. Yeah. So so Patreon supporters are going to get this tonight on the 13th or tomorrow on the 14th, depending on when you what time zone you live in. Uh, and uh, everyone else will get this on Wednesday. When this comes out on Wednesday, that is the last day to submit your selfies. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday on the 15th, get it in there because that night, um, or I guess maybe the next morning, we'll we'll do the, the the giveaway thing, but we'll only accept things that are dated on the 15th. If not dated on the 15th, we're not accepting it. And what we are doing, we've already talked about it the last few weeks, but if you've missed it somehow, this is your first time listening, welcome, thanks for listening. Uh, hashtag Super Gamer Boys Giveaway. Take a selfie 
with your favorite video game, whether it's an action figure, toy, the game case itself, uh, it on the TV screen behind you, or of your the console you play it on, or on a piece of paper, however you want to do it, something that represents the, your favorite game. Take a selfie with it, and then uh, post it on Instagram. It's just post on Instagram that we're doing. Make sure you tag us at Super Gamer Boys and hashtag Super Gamer Boys Giveaway. And uh, we are giving away a $50 gift card to either PSN, uh, the Xbox Store, Nintendo eShop, or Steam. You know, any of those four of your choice, you get to choose one, uh, whatever, you know, your preferred gaming platform is there. So go ahead, go leave your selfies. Remember, for Patreon supporters, you have a couple days. For everyone else, today's the last day. Do it right now. <laughs> and then we'll be announcing it on the show next week. So I'm excited. We've got, uh, I think there's a few, I mean, you can all, any, any, anyone can search that hashtag and see how many entries there are. It's been fun seeing different people's picks, so there's like a yeah. Dishonored pick in there, someone, uh, was a Donkey Kong Country pick, uh, there was uh, Mario Kart 7, was that the one on the 3DS? Um, someone put that yeah. in there. Um, yeah, it's just been cool to see, see a few people's uh, entries, so get yours out there so you can win 50 bucks for free. If you guys had to enter giveaway garrett i know you already did metal gear so jj i already entered had... my picture's in the hashtag go search <laughs> you see me yeah, yours is getting... <laughs> i'm doing the drawing and guess who's not qualified you me me You're... me no. me me garrett's just called jj oh. what game would you put i'm curious what game would you last put in there? of us last, last of us, of us. really the all the yeah. games ever made yes. last of us is it absolutely that's not very surprising yeah. but i am a little bit surprised. yeah well yeah well for me it was just that that was the first time that i got lost in a game that i was so immersed in a story that literally within the first three minutes made me or five minutes whatever made me cry uncontrollably at the loss of a character oh yeah um like that was within the first five or ten minutes of the game and i, I mean i was so emotional over it i have a, a daughter and when I played it, my daughter wasn't wasn't much older than that than that girl, uh, you know. So, I mean, it was very emotional for me. So that makes a lot of sense. Great! I just spoiled the whole game for everybody. Great! Statute, you just made me spoil. It came statute out. Of, statute it, of limitations. Yeah, it came out like seven years ago, and the sequels out. I feel like when the sequel for a game comes out, now you can spoil the first one. Like, yeah, that's that's oh, how it goes. Okay, I didn't. I don't know how spoilers work. Like, I mean, that's how it works for me. So. Oh. <laughs> Garrett, also, can I just a real quick uh, podcasting note for you? I, I look, I come from a long line of people who gesticulate a lot, who use their hands to talk and to tell stories with their hands. Uh, you are the weirdest hand person gesticulator I've ever seen. You were just holding your hands up and like pointing weird, and it was like you looked very uh, yeah. Look, look, Zetch is doing it too. What it was, was so I? awkward and uncomfortable. I don't yeah, remember you did something ever doing like this. That and you're, you yeah you were doing like just some weird hand it looked like you were doing a marionette like you were just, like you yeah like you was were that really yeah it was it was real don't just take it just keep your hands at your side keep your hands down keep them below camera frame i'll give Let's you a not gesticulation but you can't you show it on camera <laughs> <laughs> i honestly did not realize i was doing this so i don't know what you're talking about i guess i'll watch back later and see what the Look, now now when you watch back later you're gonna be like oh my god i never need to put my hands in front of the camera again because i don't know what i'm doing with them you're just like i don't know why my hands are up right now they're up and i don't know what i'm doing so sorry just go ahead and move on never put your hands up again <laughs> okay. hey, will ferrell from the like, top big nights what, what do i do with my hands 
<laughs> just put him, just put him down. Just put him, just put him down. Just put him down. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of the best movies ever made. Uh, so it's, good. It's beautiful film. Alrighty, I think it's time for some nerdy nudes. It's now time for the nerdy news. Alrighty, so this first one is almost uh, in response to that one we did last week, I feel like, about uh, the 2K stuff. Um, Microsoft warned devs not to charge players for Xbox Series X upgrade DLC. This comes from Steve Watts over at GameSpot. Uh, Microsoft has reportedly warned Xbox Series X developers against charging for DLC upgrades from the current generation to the next one. Uh, the move appears aimed at de-incentivizing de- de- publishers from charging for a service that Microsoft is trying to make a major pillar of its platform with smart delivery. Microsoft wants a smoother transition between console generations with play- players able to keep their games and get upgrades when moving to Xbox Series X. Normally that would cost quite a bit of money. VGC reports that the company is encouraging publishers to instead adopt a no-cost upgrade model like Smart Delivery or EA's Dual Entitlement. The report doesn't state definitively whether Microsoft has made a formal rule, um, but you guys get the point. They're kind of suggesting that they do that. Um, There was something interesting in here, though. Despite that, the company is said to be leaving the door open to other mechanisms of allowing upgrades, aside from free digital upgrades like the ones above. It hasn't ruled out schemes like selling a next-gen version at a discount or selling quote-unquote cross-gen bundles that include two versions of the game. We've already seen that in action this week with the announcement of the NBA 2K21's Kobe Bryant edition, which will sell both versions for $100. Um, so that is, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where, I mean, it's, it's, it's at least cool that X, Mac, Xbox is like, hey, guys, it'd be really cool if you offered this for free. Like, because they, I mean, that's a huge selling point for their console. If they can get yep. all the developers on board and publishers to be like, hey, if we can play this cool and all, you know, um, you know, give away these upgrades for free, that's going to be a huge draw to the, to the Xbox platform. And so people like 2K who start spoiling stuff like they are, uh, kind of I'm sure is a huge, huge bummer for them. Yeah. But, uh, Do you think many people are going are gonna to try to take them up on that? and uh, try to refrain from doing a lot of the, the microtransactions and stuff like that. Microtransactions so, have become such a, a huge part of gaming. So they're not saying not to do microtransactions. It's not to charge people, though, for that. Up, the microtransaction is specifically for upgrading to the next, next-gen console version. Oh, to the next console. Okay. Right. So, like a lot of, so, yeah, to answer your question, I think a lot of people already are, honestly. Like Cyberpunk has already said. They said that they're actually they're going to come out with a official ps5 and xbox series x version but there will be a quote-unquote kind of pro upgrade for the ps5 and xbox series x that'll be free at launch um well ubisoft has come out this last weekend and talked about free upgrades for um i think they talked about for watchdogs legion and then i want to say assassin's creed valhalla Uh, i mean well It'll probably be in the article that we do later in the show. Spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about the Ubisoft event that was on Sunday. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot of publishers are already kind of doing it because that's not only a huge selling point for uh, for the Xbox console, but I mean, it's going to sell their games when people are like, oh, wait, I can buy it once and get it twice. Yeah, maybe they technically lose out on money a little bit, but it's still... I don't know, a huge draw. Like maybe people who wouldn't have even bought it before is like, oh, but I get two copies. Like 
I don't know, I could see like those thrifty people being like, oh, I might as well, like I get it when I upgrade later or something. Um, or people buying it sooner than they normally would instead of waiting for the next gen. They're going to buy it now instead of three years from now. Um, but I don't know. That's my thought. I think I think I think most publishers will probably be on board with that. Yeah, I remember when uh, the last move happened. Uh, I remember Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. That one, like one of the worst Call of Duty ever made, Kevin Spacey one. Uh, they had like cheap upgrades for that, but hmm. even then, it was like I since this is more like this is like a one of the key pillars i think as you yeah. said for for xbox so it's like getting those other developers on board is kind of a big deal i mean it's their huge marketing top. like they've had such a huge marketing push and they, they've, they've named it smart delivery it's not just like hey you got a free upgrade it's like ooh, our special technology smart delivery it's like well it's just cross by but you just gave it a fancy name <laughs> so yeah. i think it'll be well it's also a smart upgrade too, so it's not yes, like it's yes. the same game on the next console. It's a it legitimately will scale. You're right. Yeah. To you know PC Xbox, it goes beyond what PlayStation could offer. Is the real thing. Right. Um, as far as we know so far, yeah. So much of a drop. Yeah. Hundred percent. Well. Yeah. And that well, PlayStation has just PS4, PS5, where Windows or Microsoft has PC added into that mix there too. So they have the Xbox S, the Xbox One X, and they have the Series X. They have the stupidest namings of all the consoles, but nonetheless, possibly having... a, a, possibly the Lockhart, yeah. which could be a, like a Series S. So there might be like yeah. four Xbox versions that are out there plus a PC version. So there might be five different versions of each of these games essentially kind of coming out. Exactly. Which so is getting developers to commit to that. I mean, technically speaking, the way the way it sounds like, I mean, you can kind of. I mean, we'll get into this in the next piece, but the way the architecture works, you could probably scale from platform to platform fairly easy, which probably you might want to segue from there into the next one. Yeah. Unless there's going to be any other comments, but yeah. uh, I mean, I don't have any other comments about uh, the whole DLC thing other than um, I think it'll be a general trend that most of the time it'll be free unless they're just money grubbing kind of 2K, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It'll be free unless you're 2K, essentially. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, that, that what you said kind of perfectly led, leads into this next article uh, over at GamesIndustry.biz. Are Xbox Series X developers being held back by Xbox One? Um, and the main reason I want to touch on this is, um, yeah, you kind of touched on it with that last article. You did a good job segueing into it. But also on previous episodes, I know I've made a comment of it, and um, I know like, yeah, I've I, I, I me and JJ have both kind of come up with concerns like could the Xbox Series X version of games be held back whether it's graphically or gameplay wise or whatever performance wise because they also have to make it for the lesser consoles I know we've kind of um, uh, right. mentioned that previously that, that could be a concern and basically uh, in, an, in an interview um, that was uh, with Jim Ryan over at uh, at Xbox, I, I think it was a gamesindustry.biz interview, as far as I can tell. It doesn't say otherwise. Um, he came out and uh, was like, frankly, held, held back is a meme that gets created by people who are too caught up in the device competition. Which immediately when I read that, I'm like, okay, so you're just uh, really dunking on me here, huh? Like, just because I, uh, <laughs> I see how it is. Um, I'm not going to buy your console now, 
Jim Ryan. How about that? Oh, now, now you're not going to buy it? Now? <laughs> now I'm not going <laughs> to. Like you were ever going to yeah. buy it? <laughs> oh, man. Uh... It's really sticking it to him there. <laughs> Take that, Xbox. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, says Microsoft's ex- executive vice president of gaming and X. Ex- oh, that's, that's actually Phil Spencer. Sorry, uh, of, of yeah, gaming. Yeah, I was Phil gonna Spencer. say. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> Phil's the one Sorry. that's saying it. Yeah, yeah. Phil Spencer said that. Uh, I just look at Windows. It's almost certain if the developer is building a Windows version of the game, then the most powerful and highest fidelity version of the PC version. Uh, you can even see that with some of our first-party console games going to PC, even from our competitors, that the richest versions of the PC versions. This is... It's weird to read things that people say, because when you say it, it sounds one way, and then when you type it, it, it looks a different way, and it sounds funny. Uh, yet the PC ecosystem is the most diverse when it comes to hardware, and that's what we want to get to. When you think about the CPUs and GPUs from years ago that are there, yes, every developer is going to find a line and say that this is the hardware that I'm going to support. But the diversity of hardware choice in PC has not held back the highest fidelity PC games on the market. The highest fidelity PC games rival anything that anybody has ever seen in video games. So this idea that developers don't know how to build games or game engines or ecosystems that work across a set of hardware, there's a proof in PC that shows that's not the case. So basically coming out and saying like, hey, PC game developers have been doing it for decades now you know making it so it can run on the most powerful pc and down to like the one you pulled out of a dumpster last week you know (laughs) you just like they all have the little sliders in there you set it for low graphics you set it for ultra extreme graphics um why can't they just build that in just add four more sliders on there that are series x series s one x one s kind of thing so that's essentially what what it sounds like is going to be happening what it's saying, what it sounds like, is that Zutch was right. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, Just saying. I guess. Two believers over there. I go. I, I guess. never doubted the game. I guess. <laughs> Zutch, I never doubted you for a minute. I, I knew. <laughs> I'm just teasing. No, uh, but yes, that's that was right. That was right. There I don't remember is. you. I don't remember you actually <laughs> saying that exact statement. But if it. you did, then then yes, you were you were right. If if you said that at one point out loud, maybe just in your head, it was a correct statement. I don't know so. when and where or who I said it to, but I know I said it. Oh, okay, okay. I was right. I said <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, I know you guys have voiced concerns about you know the games being held back, which you know at the time it, it was made sense but then i remember i was saying i don't think it's gonna matter i'm saying i didn't say how is it not gonna matter i just knew it wasn't gonna matter <laughs> okay so you were so you were like kind of like right by default kind of thing like you got lucky there huh okay no it's all skill <clears throat> it's all skill it's all skill <laughs> it's all um, knowledge facts figures uh but yeah so i don't know i that's that's just really cool i don't know it's cool to hear it's kind of like one of those things where you're right it's just like well duh like when you kind of yeah, think of it's it it's so simple so simple like of course but in the moment and he's right like even though he kind of put it in a snarky way a little bit uh frankly help back is a meme that gets created blah 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 like it's true it was just things that are people people who like like me like my whole life i've been a console gamer so yeah of course i just think one way and i it's i told you before the show i'm like it's so easy to forget that i just did the thing again i did it it's more like a (laughs) it's not like this it's more actually like this i don't know what this is (laughs) Um, <laughs> you're holding the point in your hand and you're offering it and to I, us. 
Neither did we. That's why we said something, Derek. You know, it's, just, it's time for us to just break it open and be honest with you. You know, enough of the yeah. lies, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Just be who you are. Just be who I am. Then let me just do my thing. Just let me do it. Um, Yeah, for years, though, it's like consoles have been so different from PC. Like, they are for... Yeah, they've always just been very different in their uh, structure of how every little bit of game development works to how things load, how the hardware works, a lot of things. Even though it uses similar parts, they've always worked differently. And then especially, like, what, the PS3 there with... Even you have their cell processor thing like that even discouraged people from making games on PS3 because it was such a pain in the butt to deal with it because yep. it was near impossible. And uh, so when they went back to using like the regular, you know, uh, processing that is done for, like basically it's you know PS4 is a PC, the Xbox consoles are just PCs, and more and more and more it's getting closer to that. It's kind of like well, duh, of course it's going to be easy just to like, yeah. you know have it just load up in the correct format that, that you need, just like a PC yeah. would. Uh, Which, when you click... if you're building a game in Xbox's architecture or ecosystem, it would make sense for Xbox to kind of keep an architecture that mirrors PC to an, to an extent, so right. that you're not really building a single game and then having to port it to PC. You're just building a game and it's it's playable as is on both PC or Xbox. And that's which even what we the scaling part easy. Yeah, that's even what we saw last week in one of the articles. I think we even read from Xbox's or Microsoft's website uh, their, their their the GDK, the game developer kit that they like the the software that they use to basically develop these games. Like the main, you know, I'm yeah. not a game developer, so I don't know exactly the precise terminology, but this this uh these files and software that they use in developing xbox games specifically says in there like hey it's designed to work with xbox series x systems and one systems and pcs so you're yeah it's this new generation it's basically it more than ever it's just kind of drag and drop for those for anything within yeah. the microsoft ecosystem back in the day it was always just like oh yeah why don't you port the switch just drag it like a couple of years ago when everyone wanted everything to switch just you know, dot dot Nintendo or something, or dot Switch. It's like you know, just export it to a new file format, right? It's can't can't be that hard. Or even years ago, like whatever it was, yeah. uh, they have to totally rebuild games. But within Microsoft, now they literally can just like press a button and like, okay, there you go, yeah. <laughs> good to go, which is super cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, cool. Well, let's. Uh, anyone have any other thoughts on the whole Microsoft? Uh, anything from the smart delivery to um game development any thoughts yeah i don't know i would i am really excited for their this new take on the industry especially since they kind of were picking up a lot of heat um from i got read an interview from it was druckman who said uh the druckman the head of sony uh terman holst holst so the interview with him, he was talking. Yeah, Druckmann's Naughty Dog. He's Naughty Dog, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but it was an interview with Holst, and they're asking, you know, PlayStation if they were planning on doing this too. And he said that they build next gen consoles specifically for the next gen games. So, in his mind, it doesn't make sense for them to make this type of backwards compatibility available 
Like if you build, if you make a PlayStation Five game, it shouldn't be playable on a PS Four. It should be only playable on PlayStation Five because like that's the point of having a next gen game, which. And After a lot hearing of... Phil Spencer speak feels like a very antiquated way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Like if this, if this is the future, like if this is the way games are going to go, where it's just like, hey, this is a game, and these are the different ways you can play. You can either have a souped yeah. up freaking Ferrari of a console, or you can build your own Ferrari with this PC, or you can play it on this nice little, uh, nice little Mustang. You know, that's enjoy the game. That game yeah. is meant to be enjoyed, so play it on whatever you want. Now, Herman Hulse's comments were really code for we want to sell consoles. We want to make money. <laughs> like, but that's what it is. Con- like, people that make con- companies, game game developers, or game companies, they don't make money on the consoles. No, no, no. But they don't. Like, but yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. But what I, what I mean by that is we want to make it so, like, you have to probably rebuy, like, games or you'll want to rebuy games for the PS5 and stuff. Like, we don't want it to just, like, yeah. They don't want to have the smart delivery necessarily because it's like, ah, that doesn't uh, doesn't make them more money. So that, that's what I meant by that is like, yeah, not, so like not, not, not only will it sell consoles, which, yeah, you're right, they don't necessarily make money on, but people can't just like pop in their old disc. Like when they pop in their old disc, they'll get a slight performance boost, but they're not going to get the PS5 version of that game. Like if I pop in my PS4 version of last was part two i'm sure i'm not going to get the ps5 version when they come out with a remaster that you know in a couple of years um right. that type of thing right. um and it's it, like a, yeah so it's like herman holst's comments was made to make it sound like because i remember when he did that article too we talked about a few weeks back it was like oh man like yeah and that i think that's when he even met said that thing about xbox it's like oh man is xbox gonna be held back like but really now with all this clarity and a little more information it's like oh no he was that was this code for like we just want to make more money because we'll sell more games that way. Right. <laughs> um, sell more copies because you have to. You have to rebuy it now if you want the best experience. <laughs> yeah. Which I feel like that's going to really work for their exclusives. And Sony's kind of in a better spot for that since they have more exclusives. But um, for your third party stuff. Yeah, Xbox is going to kill it. You're going to. Xbox is going to sell so many third party games. Mm-hmm. So many. Not even going to be fun. Well, it will be fun because they are all games. But you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the same can be said for PlayStation. PlayStation isn't going to sell a whole lot of third-party, third-party games. Not right. the same. Unless... No, no way. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, only only just for those who are like strictly just care about a PlayStation ecosystem. But like, honestly, like if someone has, yeah, people who have the funds and have both consoles. Like, if I had both consoles, I probably would buy all third-party games on Xbox too. Like, <laughs> if it's going to be better, better graphics, better you know, feeling gameplay and have that fle- have that flexibility sync save data all the flexibility it's like oh yeah 100 i'd played all the third-party stuff over there but more than likely i'll be one of those ones who's still playing all my yeah. third-party games alone on the playstation ecosystem because you know yeah, i can't afford to buy both consoles at this point but and you combine that with project uh project x cloud mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean and now you can take your games with you on the go wherever you want so i am Xbox- really Excited when they about say they're all about the games, they're, I feel like this is just another, you know, notch in their whole, you know, uh, mantra of, yeah, we're all about the games, we're all about the gamer. And it's like, they kind of are. Yeah. No, they're killing it here right off the bat. That's for sure. <laughs> really proving a point. They're, they're drilling down. They're like, no, we really mean this. When we say this, we mean it. Um, oh, yeah. JJ bit the dust again. Uh, are you guys okay we're fine 
I'm fine, JJ. I'm, I'm all right, fine. I was worried. Worried for a Thank moment. You. It's okay. <laughs> We're good. We're good. Uh, We're good, bro. But yeah, that's all I kind of want to say. I just feel that, you yeah. know, this has been a really, it's been a really interesting console war this year, this go around. I don't know if it's because I'm older and I don't care as much about the drama and I don't have a whole lot of friends that are like, did you get into PlayStation? Dude, no, you need to be getting, you know, like, now that I'm older, like, none of my friends have that. They're like, oh, dude, you're so lucky you're actually going to be able to get a next gen console. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Now that we're all adults and we have other bills to pay, it's just like, yeah. oh, well. So if yeah, I, I gotta save those pennies. I get that console and probably just be the one, and I'll be happy if it's next gen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's gonna no. be uh, it's gonna be a good year. Next it's week good. is the big uh, Microsoft event for first party stuff. I know. That's gonna I'm be pretty so sweet. Hopefully they sweet. hit it right out of the park. I think they kind of need to right after what happened with the uh, with the PlayStation announcements. Oh yeah. So w- one thing, and this is completely a rumor, but today like the early 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 this morning sony started putting up online listings for the ps5 on amazon and some other sites and originally there was people who were like oh are the pre-orders going to go live today pre-orders going to go live and they're like no 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 probably not but there's been a couple rumors i've seen kind of swirling around and i think i don't think playstation is this evil but people They're are gonna like, go live the day of pe- the announcement. People are thinking the day, like the twenty third, next Thursday, when they do the uh, the big first party reveal, Sony is gonna come out with their pre order and you know in the price and everything of the PS five, and they'll go live. That's like, so Phew. diabolical. I don't know if they're that like evil, but if they did, holy evil. crap, holy crap. It's strategy. <laughs> it's genius. I mean, strategy one on one. That is, but it's like. And that'd be so insane. Like in the same day to get like all these huge updates for Microsoft titles, like like Halo and, you know, well, I mean, that's the only one we really know about, but hopefully some other things like Gears potentially or something else, Forza, stuff like that. Oh, Forza um, for and, sure. then, and then for like <laughs> that afternoon to be like, oh, by the way, like PlayStation Let's 5 pre-orders are live. Like what? <laughs> but if I'm yeah. Xbox, if I'm Xbox, I'd see that coming. I'd be like, okay. Our pre-orders went live three hours ago. Sick. Their hands a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. And now they can be like, "Hey, and Xbox is now ready for pre-order today. Here's the price. Boom. And now, then boom, and the console war is on. At that point, you know what I mean? Like it's on. Like that's it. So, one week left, and uh, it's go time. Regardless whether PlayStation makes that announcement or not. How diabolical would it be for Xbox to literally just jump the gun and just say you could pre-order it now, go on your go on and pre-order right now, oh, yeah. without anything to do with PlayStation? I mean, it would be super smart. Oh yeah, hundred percent. The gun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, no reason so not to. Now I feel like if Sony doesn't go that day, Xbox totally could and like eat their lunch, be like, hey, we're out. Yeah. <laughs> like anticipating Sony doing something, and then if Sony doesn't. Hey, they they beat they beat them like they kind of they got out ahead of them at least by by a little bit and man that that makes a huge difference. I'm just so excited because I know Xbox. I know we got it going on. We're running long on time, but Xbox owns so many different studios and they've been talking up how many studios that they've been buying and picking yeah. up. They have so if they don't launch this console with like a ton of games, I'd be surprised. Like a ton of like solid like games are just like whoa, because then. Like the whole thing is, we're all about the games. 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 If you launch a console with no games, 
<laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure, you could play all these 30 third party games anywhere you want, but man, it would just be such a reinforcement of their brand and their motto if they just came out the gate and they're like, yeah, PlayStation's got like five, not even five, like maybe like three games that we're all looking forward to coming out. Yeah, Gran Turismo, uh, Spider Man. That's it. Ratchet and Clank. First, Ratchet and Clank, first parties. But I mean, those are, are those day one games? No. I mean, yeah, other, than Sp- other than Spider-Man. Spider-Man, we know, is, is day one. But the other two, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Um, so, like, bug, if- bug, bug Snacks. That's not first party, but Bug Snacks is also coming out. <laughs> See what I mean? So, I mean, like, <laughs> if you really boil down that PlayStation reveal, they were like, hey, this is our console coming out. This is a game available on day one only for this console. Everything else is third party. you got to wait for the good stuff next year. Yeah. yeah any um, first party stuff that, is probably early like i would say like i would i could see horizon coming out like in the february like a couple months later but still yeah. it's not it's not that launch window it's not that launch or it's launch window but not that launch like month like that's that's key having stuff which, out right at the beginning it's a gaping hole for an xbox to come in and just like whoop the like, hell it. it's, oh, like for christmas to, for christmas to open up a ps5 or whatever console you get xbox and <clears throat> to have games or not have games like that's that's huge as a game changer like you know, that's going to be the difference when the kids like making their wish list and they're like, well, I could get a PS5, but there's only a couple games for it. Going to play yeah, 20 hours of Spider-Man and be done. Like, that's going to be a short game. Yeah. But if Xbox, knowing that full well that they're all about the games, they don't even need for you to buy an Xbox Series X. They're only going to make money off the games anyway. So really, yeah. that July 23rd uh, keynote could just be, here's a crap ton of games by the way, here's the price of the Xbox Series X. Here's the Lockhart. Buy all the yeah. games this day or this week, this launch window. And if you feel like picking up, if you want some extra features, added some bonus, grab one of these new consoles. But either way, they're like that's like their. It's gonna be a game announcement, not really a console announcement. Is right. My, my bet. Yeah, I mean, in Game Pass, so they're like, hey, all these games are coming to oh, Game yeah. Pass. So they're all exclusives. Oh, yeah. so they're all gonna be their first party studios. So hey, ten bucks a month or whatever it is, fifteen bucks a month, like. You got all these games. Do it. <laughs> Game it up. Anyway, I've sucked up enough of your time, so let's go. No, that's good stuff. That's a good discussion. That's a better discussion than I thought. We almost cut one of those articles, and I'm glad we didn't. That was good. Uh, but we are going to cut another one that was just kind of whatever. Basically, oh, gotcha. yeah, the Sony one, there might be backwards compatibility, but it'll probably be through a cloud. Basically, PlayStation Now, but amped up a little bit on Sony. But it's just a patent that they... It's all speculation and rumor, so there's not much to talk about. So let's move on to our last news story here. The four biggest announcements from Ubisoft Forward. So there was a Ubisoft Forward. That's what they're calling their little directs, essentially, little uh, digital um, presentation. Ubisoft Forward happened on Sunday. Uh, I watched it. I tried to watch it live, um, but uh, my son would not let me. So I watched about an hour or two later. Um, But, boy... There's some sweet stuff showed off in there. There was some also like just, okay, whatever stuff. But some of the cool stuff I'm like really excited about. Um, this comes from this little write-up over on The Verge by Jay Peters over there. Uh, Ubisoft, like many other video game companies, was unable to host its typical in-person press conference at E3 in June due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Instead, it hosted a digital event on Sunday called Ubisoft Forward, revealing more about its biggest upcoming games, those including Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, Watch Dogs Legion, its newly announced Battle Royale shooter Hyperscape, 
Far Cry 6, and more. The company says it also plans to hold another Ubisoft Forward showcase later this year. Well, that's kind of exciting because a lot of these games are ones other than like Far Cry. And, yeah, other than like Far Cry, really. We had never heard of these or we had already heard of these games. Like a lot of some of these were even supposed to come out last fall or this spring and they got delayed. Um, but yeah, let's uh, get into it. Here. There's a bunch of other. Um, actually, this interesting to touch on. We didn't do an article on it this week. Um but kind of continuing on last week's article about the Evo stuff and what we've talked about previously, the games industry is continuing to be cleaned up. Um, it comes at a difficult time for the company, this presentation. Uh, actually, this is, uh, I don't know if it's been updated. Oh, yeah, just yesterday, three prominent executives left Ubisoft, bringing the total to four departures. So there's been four people um, who, have been, who have left Ubisoft or maybe kicked out. Uh, due to either per- pervasive toxic culture or uh, there's been multiple allegations of misconduct, everything from um, just like kind of abusing the workers to, um, yeah, this various abuses happening over there. And they're cleaning up shop, which I applaud them for. E skill mobs are like, no, we're not going to stand for this. <laughs> like, we're getting rid of these suckers. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Blew me away. I'm, I was blown away by that, by that article. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's, he's the man. He's he's like, no, nah, I'm gonna like, I'm not standing for this crap. Like, we're dealing with this right now. We're restructuring how our company works. We're getting rid of these dirty people. Like, he's 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 the dude. Yeah. Um. But anyways, uh, yeah. So it was kind of a weird thing. They didn't address it at all. But it's because it was all a pre-recorded event, way before all this stuff was happening. So they didn't really. And, and so they actually put out a post on Twitter addressing that, like, hey, you're going to watch this. We don't talk about it. And this is why not because we're trying to cover it up, which I, was super awesome. We're going to be transparent and be like, hey, this was just recorded like weeks ago. <laughs> so, yeah, we apologize for that. Um, so here we go. The first, the probably biggest one. Far Cry 6 launches next year and its villain could look familiar to Breaking Bad fans. After a tease on Friday, Ubisoft officially announced Far Cry 6, the next game in the hugely popular series. Far Cry 6 takes place on the tropical island of Yara, and the role of the villain will be played by Giancarlo Esposito. Esposito. Who you you might know uh, as Gus Fring from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. The series is known for focusing on its villains rather than protagonists, but Esposito is the first actor widely known for playing a strong villain to take on the video game role. Ubisoft says Far Cry 6 will be available on February 18th, 2021 for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, PC, and Google Stadia Cloud Gaming Service. I was playing it, on that. It, if it still exists, we'll see. devs that make it for that stinking console. But holy cow if you have i know we say this at least once an episode hey go watch this video you gotta watch it if you have not watched this trailer you have to go watch it's this one of the sickest trailers i've ever seen it <clears throat> is gorgeous it's beautiful like i mean and obviously it's a cinematic it's not probably what the game's gonna look like but it's like holy chill. cow it's insane the imagery in there the graphics like the and the, the, more importantly more importantly than anything the storytelling like this the is the narrative like, i the know narrative, man. yeah the story like the narrative that's going on here holy crap like this is gonna be a heavy game i feel like this is gonna Freaking, be intense there are four parts to a grenade <laughs> yeah 
like, insane. I don't even <laughs> want to spoil. I don't even want to spoil the trailer for you because it's that good. So please, <laughs> if you don't watch anything else on YouTube, go just type in Far Cry Six. I guarantee you'll be the first thing that pops up. If it's not already suggested on your front page, go watch it. Um, it's crazy. It's gonna be crazy. I can't wait for February. Like I, so I we were just talking before the show. I the only Far Cry games I've played is I played a decent chunk of four, but never beat it because I again it, it was one of those games where it was easy to get super lost in the side quest and then and then by the time I got like super deep into it, I was like oh I've done a whole lot of nothing and I've already got my fill like I don't feel like I need to finish the story because I'm kind of done playing it like I don't know it wasn't like that engaging um, and then five I thought was going to be awesome and then there's just some really huge flaws in the general gameplay mechanics and how like the mission to mission kind of thing worked and so i've never beat a far cry i've played a couple but i was told, telling you i've never played three and that's like one of the most beloved ones is far cry three and right it's before the show for exactly right before the show that Zetch told me he's like it's on sale for 2.99 go buy it right now go over to the playstation store get far cry 3 2.99 uh i bought it i downloaded it and probably after i finish um last was part two and um half-life alex uh then i'll probably get to it but uh yeah go watch that trailer it looks sweet uh the next thing announced uh assassin's creed valhalla will be available on november 17th ubisoft announced that its norse inspired assassin's creed valhalla will uh, which it showed off in april will launch on november 17th for xbox one playstation 4 pc and google stadia the company also shared a new gameplay trailer for the Viking theme game, which you can watch above. My colleague uh, recently got to spend three hours with the title, and he says it should feel very similar to fans of Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah, and you can read his impressions on that site. Um, at the end of today's trailer, Ubisoft noted that the game is coming soon to next-gen consoles. So at this point, it's actually only announced for Xbox One and PlayStation 4, but it's a given. It's coming to everything else, especially with the way Microsoft has been pushing it. Like they're kind of the first ones to push it back in April, yep. um, which kind of brings me to a little thought here. So Cyberpunk gets delayed to November 19th, the Thursday. This is coming out November 17th, a Tuesday. Both games are very heavily being marketed by Microsoft and Xbox. It's a pretty good chance the Xbox is coming out that week, huh? <laughs> like, it seems pretty much a given at this point. Birthday. Oh, there you go. You might have an Xbox for your birthday. You got to wait until your birthday. You can play it, though. Oh. Like, when you even, so you have to leave it in the box for the whole week until your Just birthday. Just, like, stare at it every day. <laughs> Did I ever tell you my Nintendo Wii story? No. Okay, guys. I'll make this fast. <laughs> so, the year was what 2000 and i don't remember i was 19 so i was super excited for this console i was like sweet i got a job now i'm a grown-up i can actually go down save my money i'm gonna go down and buy myself a nintendo wii the day it comes out so i went down to best buy we sold out and i had my dad with me right i was like hey dad let's go so i went to best buy nothing went to target there's right next door nothing went all over modesto okay all over my hometown nothing anywhere but you know what they did have they had twilight princess so i was like well i'm gonna need this when i get my wii so i bought a, i bought twilight princess and just <laughs> sat there just sat 
on my dresser for like three months before oh. I bought a Nintendo Wii <laughs> off of my three man, months off of, off of the manager. Oh, dude, they couldn't keep them in stock. They couldn't keep them in stock yeah, for like a no. year. The no, only I, way I, I was able to that. get one, the only way I was able to get one is my manager at work had gotten his hands on one somehow. And he's like, hey, man, I'm never going to play this. You want it? We don't even have a kid. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll buy it. So I bought off him. I bought that. And he gave me his old Nintendo Genesis, too. So, or Nintendo Isn't Genesis. It? What did I just say? <laughs> I know. Genesis? What? Sega. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. The I was very confused there pleased. for a second. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? No, oh. so, but yeah, that's my... So I had to basically sit there for three months staring at Twilight Princess. That's horrible. Play, but couldn't. <laughs> that is so horrible. Oh, Did your buddy Marcus put price on you? No. Sold it for me to me for I think I got two controllers, two nunchucks, the Wii for two fifty. So I basically got I a controller and a chuck for free. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So awesome. totally I still have it. That's one of my favorite consoles. Don't have Twilight Princess. I think I'm pretty sure my cousin stole it. <laughs> Go steal it back. What are you waiting for? Nah. You're little. You could probably sneak in under the door and like steal it and nobody know you were there. Nah. I'll just go buy a new one. <laughs> you can keep it. Or already sold it. You probably already sold it already. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so I, I have a sneaky suspicion that... Uh, that's probably when the series X is coming out, but you know, write that down. Ever whoever is our, our super gamer boys, uh, record keeper, write that okay. down. And then, you know, you ever listen to uh fantasy focus on ESPN. I don't, you guys do, fantasy football fans. I don't know sports. No, no I don't know sports. Either. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't watch sports. I don't know anything about sports. Oh are... man. All right. Well, anyway, so this podcast, <laughs> any of our, any of our other more uh, athletically engaged listeners out there that listen to fantasy <laughs> football podcasts, check out Fantasy Focus on ESPN. All right, you can listen to it on the Apple Podcast; it's really good. Anytime one of them makes a claim, they're like, all right, putting this on the board or putting it on the board, and say like this board that anytime anybody says like a certain player is going to be like a like hit like a certain benchmark for the year or have a certain amount of touchdowns or receptions or whatever, they put it on the board, and at the end of the year they tally up who's right the most on the board. Do so I need to buy need a whiteboard? To get, we need to get a Super Gamer Boys board. Okay, I'm going to buy a whiteboard and put on my wall in here so then whenever we say yeah. something, I just write Super it on Gamer the board. board. Yes, and we can sell them. We can sell them on our store. SuperGamerBoards.com slash store. I can buy your Super <laughs> Gamers board. I don't, I don't like that idea very much, guys, because I feel like it would be you guys have a whole lot of, <laughs> a whole lot of like mine not being right or a bunch of like zeros a bunch of goose eggs you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> maybe that's a, that's uh, a stretch it might be a stretch but i'm just I'm feeling i'm feeling like i would be left out a little bit if we if we went that route so if we uh, could try to stick to instead of doing you know right and wrong and stuff like that how about we just stick more to was it entertaining how about i tell you, know, you it really matters if it's truth how about uh, i just tell you the same thing i tell my kids life's not fair sucks to suck so. It does suck to suck. That's actually, actually tattooed on Garrett's small back. <laughs> also, no. also have you ever showed him the Volkswagen tattoo? He has a Volkswagen tattoo. I don't know why. He has a Volkswagen tattoo in the small of his back. What do what? they call it? A tramp stamp? 
Yeah, Garrett possesses a tramp stamp. And it's the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever seen on a guy. I've never, I don't understand why you would have a Volkswagen tramp stamp and then sucks to suck right under that. So, but I mean, to each their own. Each their I love, own. We love you, JJ, man. Garrett, how we old were you so when much. you got that? Thanks, I lived. Man. I love you too, brother. I I lived a wild life, man. I lived a wild life in my early years because I'm just so old Pop now. Papa Nagini must have been crazy. Crazy. Must have been just wild, dude. Oh, you've never, JJ. You've never seen nothing like it. Never seen nothing like it. Oh, I, I probably haven't. Uh, <laughs> uh, you ever seen hometown buffet during rush hour, right after church? Now that's crazy. You ever seen <laughs> never... fat lady fight over fried chicken? That is one heck of a crazy. It's not as crazy as getting a tramp stamp of a Volkswagen insignia on your lower back and your mail, but still, I digress. Speaking of fried chicken, over the weekend with our air fryer, I made some uh, gluten-free uh, like Ew. chicken tenders, basically. That'd be gross. <laughs> my wife has celiacs, and my son is allergic to gluten. What am I gonna do? Like make him pour it in the throats and kill him? Then I yeah, go well, to jail. Then I go to good. jail. Good. Okay. Well. It was good. I had I had the perfect perfect seasonings in the the batter. It was fantastic. And then I did homemade Chick Fil A sauce. And let me tell you, that's what made it really. Just soaking in Chick Fil A sauce. Anything's good, Matt. Anyways, let's carry on. Hyperscape enters open beta starting today. Ubisoft announced that its upcoming battle royale shooter Hyperscape will enter open beta starting today. Ubisoft all. Ubisoft also shared a trailer for the beta and a new cinematic story trailer, which you can watch uh, above, which you can't. There's nothing up there. Just, just I think it says YouTube over there. Um, <laughs> my colleague Nick Stat got to go hands-on with a technical test. You can check his thoughts out here. Um, that looks fun. I I was very actually more intrigued in the cinematic, the story trailer that they did. Um, but as far as I can tell, it's just a multiplayer game. But I still I still want to try it. Because it does look kind of cool. Have you tried it, Zach? I played one round, so I don't have enough to actually form an opinion. So the okay. fact that um, that's fine. I'm tired of battle royals. Then we can come back next week and uh, maybe it's talk about it if we have any more. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot you really liked Valorant. I I enjoyed what I played too. I just didn't put enough time into it. Um, because I was finishing up uh, something else. I think I finished another. Like, Shoot me a text. Let's do it. I'm, my brother would be down. With my brother. You need to teach me. That's what you need to teach me. Because I did that whole tutorial and was like, I feel like there's so much to learn in this game. I don't have the time to learn it. <laughs> okay, take everything yeah. you thought you knew about shooters and reverse it. It's not Call of Duty, bro. No running and gunning in this okay. game. Mm-mm. You're sneaking. Okay. You're stealthing. You're walking sights. Okay? Interesting. That's why so many characters have those freaking gas balls that they can use to block line of sight. Like it's all ah. about it's yeah, all about getting the angle. It's all about getting the angle. Interesting, interesting. Okay, well, have to play sometime then. Uh, and the last, like, well, that's fine. Well, there's, there's two of us. I don't feel like a total idiot playing. I always hate when I play with friends who are really good at games because I just feel like they're carrying me. I'm like, it's not a good feeling to be carried. Like I've never like been like, hey, it's fine. You're you're doing all right. A little pat on the back. You're doing good, champ. Like that doesn't feel good. <laughs> like. I'd For rather. Me, we always know when we're doing bad if I'm doing the best on the team. <laughs> yeah, there we're we going to lose this one. Zetch is winning. Zetch is, Zetch is, Karen, this is Zetch doing the best right now. Yeah, Katie. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, 
So the last big announcement from the Ubisoft Forward, Watchdog Legion is uh, Legion is available on October 29th. Uh, it will be available on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, PC, Google Stadia, and shared some footage from the game in a new gameplay trailer. The game takes place in London, and the big change from previous Watchdog titles is that you can recruit any NPC in the game as a playable character. Uh, they, there's some uh, uh, one of the people from The Verge here got to spend three hours with it, so you can go check out their coverage if you want. Um, and he said that despite the huge number of NPCs you can play as, many of them feel the same. Oh, I didn't read that part. That's a bummer. Yeah. That's kind of that. That was kind of a worry back when they first announced that. It's like they can only come up with so many quote unquote archetypes and like personalities and stuff, right? Like they can't literally make hundreds and hundreds of different personalities that you interact with. It's a really cool concept. It's a it's a really cool concept, but you just figure that there's too much scope there. There's no way that they can make every every character super unique and stand apart. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna have different skins and like you know different little backstories or whatever. But uh, we kind of went over that when Legion was announced. um, Yeah, back when it was announced, we we a long time ago, last year. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm not. I've never played a Watch Dogs game. I know they're they're fairly popular, but it, this one looks really cool. But given this information, it's not something I'll ever want to pick up. Yeah, same. Like I played through a little bit of Watch Dogs too, and I thought it was it's cool for what it is. I mean, it just feels like literally any other Ubisoft game. Ubisoft mm-hmm. makes one game. It's open world. Okay, it's open yeah. world, and it's either set in the past or set in the future or it's set in some weird alternate present. And you got these towers you got to go climb to reveal more of the map. So you got to go do that. Even Far Cry has that. Far, yeah, like, like literally, like every game is the exact same game. It's third person, it's first person. And so this just felt like another, it just feels like another Ubisoft game. Just, do you want to play with technology this time? Go ahead. Here you go. Play with some technology. You can go hack some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so I actually got the Watch Dogs 2 for free because they were giving away to everyone who watched live uh, the the event on Sunday, um, if you linked your um, Ubisoft account to your Twitch account, you get like the free Twitch drop or whatever. And so I haven't installed or downloaded it yet. It's just another one of those on my pile of shame, of course. But now that I have it, at least I'm like, for so long, I've always wanted to try because I've never pulled the trigger because I was just like, well, would I like it? Would I not like it? Now that I have it for free, it's like, well, I can try it and then not feel guilty when I'm like, no, this isn't for me, at least. (laughs) So I feel good about that. But because, yeah, I kind of want to jump into to two before this one comes out in October. Because, um, yeah, there are some things that seem really cool or interesting about this one. Um, other than, I mean, that just kind of bummed me out. I totally missed that line there that they overall feel like the same. But it is also still early. Who knows? Maybe in the next, you know, three months they're, they're working on that type of thing. But we will see. So, yeah, that is it. Those are kind of the biggest things. I think there are some other little reveals. But, um that aren't even listed here in this article, but nothing as big as those four, especially dude. Far it, was like, Cry. it was like a Tom Clancy announcement, I believe. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, there was two Tom Clancy things. They announced some stuff about Rainbow Six Siege, and then there's a stupid, stupid, stupid mobile game called Tom, uh, Tom Clancy's Elites or something. No, no, no. It uh, it just made me so mad because Sam Fisher's in it, and I knew I, we weren't gonna get a Splinter Cell, but I wanted it still. And then when they came out and Sam Fisher is in this dumb mobile game, which doesn't make sense. Like it's all like, it's all a lot of the characters from the Tom Clancy games, both heroes and villains are all working together. 
against this common enemy. So it was like it was like the bad guy from Ghost Recon Wildlands, who's like the head, you know, drug oh, yeah. dealer dude with like the tattoos all over his head and everything, the yeah, cross he was and. A cool villain. Yeah, he was like a super. He was a really cool villain. He was super awesome dude. But it's so weird for to see like Sam Fisher be like, "Here, has a, have a gun. Let's work together." It's like he's like a horrible dude. <laughs> and like Sam Fisher and like the Rainbow, like the the Rainbow Six Siege team are like working side by side with him. It just seems like such a strange concept. Maybe it'll be fun to play, but right off the bat, I just re- wrote it off because I'm like, I would would have loved to see fam, Sam Sam Fisher in another Splinter Cell game and not this mobile game. That's weird but i haven't played any splinter cells what i think oh, i played so like the good. first i think i played the first like five minutes of conviction and that's it okay not they're because really good. i not for lack of wanting to because i just haven't gotten around to it one day you need to because they are i mean i'm i i'm not gonna say they're not gonna feel outdated i guarantee you play if you play i play any of the older ones you can be like whoo this does not feel good but man, in the day, they were the best of the best stealth games. Like, I've never played a better better stealth game in their day kind of thing, yeah. um, if that makes sense. Um, and so if they could if they could Even take that same... Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're kind of on par, honestly. Oh. I'm not saying it's a better that's game. A, it's high, a better that's stealth game. That's high it's, praise. It's a pretty dang good stealth game. I'm telling you. Good good they're really good. I, again, like in their day, like compared to like their other South games at that time, they 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 had something going for them. So it's, it's a bummer when it's like we haven't seen one in what seven eight years. The last one came out on 360 and PS3. Actually, I don't even know if it came out on PlayStation. I think it was out just on 360. Yeah, 360 and PlayStation 3. Um, so there's been no Splinter Cell this generation, but there is another Ubisoft Four. They said late, later this year, maybe we'll be blessed by the Ubisoft gods then. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. I, I could almost sense that when when he listens to this, Bill uh, Morlang is going to be completely enthralled at the thought of a Splinter Cell game that he played. It's my dad's uh, favorite game series. Yeah, I've heard I've heard you talk about him loving that game so often. So I know that he's got to be smiling like a you know like a cheese weenie at the thought of that game coming out. The cheese weenie. I assume the cheese weenies smile a lot. They smile you know, real big. They are big smilers. I just I just don't know. I just don't know what a cheese weenie. What is that? That's a you thing. You like you look like a cheese weenie right now. You're smiling right a little now. big. Exactly okay. like what a cheese look weenie that. looks look like. Oh, there it is. That's Google real cheese weenie coming through. That photo right there. That photo right there on Google Images. You Google You that. are the poster Google. child of cheese weenies. It's true. Are you Googling cheese weenies right now? <laughs> Don't Google that. <laughs> what, what are you says, trying to do? You're going to see some horrible You know what you're going to get? I, just, I, just, I, got, I got covenant eyes. She's I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> look at your history. And she's going to be like, uh, Garrett, we got to talk. I just got the covenant eyes blocker. I don't know. What's the deal? It's not, it's not showing anything. I'm just well, kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, it just shows a bunch of hot dogs and macaroni and cheese. It's pretty much that. That's what you look at when you were smiling. Oh, I know what that is. I just, I've never heard it called cheese weenies. Don't read the Urban Dictionary for definition of cheese weenie. Um, Let's move on to our ads. How about that? Check us out on Patreon. Oh, 
if you really, really love our podcast as much as I do, <laughs> if you love our podcast as much as I do, please support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. We have a bunch of different tiers. My favorite one, the $1 a month tier. It's super easy to slide into, just a buck a month, and it helps us so, so much. So, And you get the episodes early and ad-free over there. Um, we have a tier where you can get the show notes early. We have a tier where you can get shout-outs on the show, like our uh, sponsors. Um, I mentioned earlier, Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Dustin Long, Brent Fox. Again, thank you guys so much. You're awesome. And then the top dog tier, $15 a month. You can be a Patreon producer, just like our producer, Adrian Holmes. And uh, with that, you know, not only do you get the show early, you get a shot on the show, you get the show notes, so you can see exactly what we're going to be talking about. Uh, you can also help uh, shape the show. You can pitch us with segments you want us to do. There's a certain game you want us to play or talk about, whatever it may be. Um, we are your puppet, just like, you know, uh, what I was doing earlier with my little weird fingers. That's uh, that's that's what you can do with us. <laughs> um, I don't like that JJ's disappeared because I don't know if he can still hear us. I don't know if he's going to talk at any moment. It just has me worried. Back. No, I think he's it's gone. Um, so, yeah, if you, like, again, love our podcast, support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Very, very much would appreciate that. And uh, now let's get back to the show. Alrighty. Uh, so new releases. Uh, we have Hyperscape on there, which we just talked about, kind of technically came out in open beta, so it's kind of early access, but PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. I didn't realize it was out on PS4. I thought it was just a PC thing. I don't know how I missed that. That's cool. July 12th. Uh, that uh, is out on those platforms. Death Stranding is on PC as of the 14th. Go to Steam right now. Get it. You get all the cool Half-Life Alex Easter eggs and Death Stranding. That's your favorite game to sync. My favorite game and your favorite game together. What? And it's actually got ray tracing on there too. So as ray tracing. I know such such texted me that uh like last week or something. Like, hey dude, yeah. did you know Death Stranding had ray tracing on PC? And I texted him back, I like, get behind me, Satan. I am not <laughs> spending any more money on video games. I spent too much money on video games. I had already mentioned, I was like, oh man, like I wasn't gonna be buying any more games because I, I I wasn't telling you guys, I was telling another friend. I was like, Yeah, sorry, probably not gonna be buying this because you know I spent a bunch of money on paintbrushes because I've been getting back into mini painting. Uh <laughs> and so I bought a bunch of like nice paintbrushes. And then I borrowed my friend's Oculus VR last week. I'm like, Well, yeah. I need games to play. So I got Beat Saber. I'm like, that's cheap. I'm like, whatever Beat Saber. And then Half Life Alex was on sale for like forty five bucks. I'm like I talked with Zetch for a while about it. I'm like, ah, I'm pulling the trigger. I'm going to do it. So I ended up getting that. <laughs> and then here we are. I just spent another $2.99 tonight. So I've spent way too much on games. I, on my fun money budget. We only, I only have a small fun money budget. And that money is technically supposed to go towards my slowly saving up for the PS5. But here it is. I've spent like way too much money on stuff this month. But that's the life of an adult, right? Always, always, always spending money. Just yeah. the money is always leaving that that wallet. Uh, Halo Three is also now part of the Master Chief Collection on PC um, on July Fourteenth. I'm actually kind of excited about that. Again, it's probably not one I'm going to jump into and play all the way through the story. 
but I just have such like a huge nostalgia for that because that was my first Halo game. Have you I played two? Th- I played little bits of two. Never played through the oh campaign. My- oh my gosh! I I came into the Xbox like ecosystem with 360, and my very yeah, first no, no, game no. I ever That's owned was Halo I'm Three. Making. The point okay. I'm making right now is Halo Two is available, and you've got to play the campaign of Two, okay? Especially through the Master Chief Collection, because they went back, they added in a bunch of extra cutscenes. It's like Final Fantasy remake Halo Two style, okay? okay. Check it out, super good, super <laughs> good. More money, Garrett. Garrett, you need to spend more money. No, well, it's, it's available it's on free. Game Pass. It's, it's on Game Pass. It's free. That I well, oh, the Game Pass I pay go. for every month. It's free. <laughs> Okay, okay. I mean, I'll just add to my pile of shame. I've already, I think I've mentioned like five games in this episode. It's super short. I'll never. Uh, that game, you could blow through it in like eight hours. Zetch. Oh, Zetch. Drop it on the uh, road. Feel like a superhero and just whip all the way through it. Uh, okay. We'll see. Look, you, you owe it to yourself as a gamer to play through Halo 2. Like, Halo 2 are is you, it. Are you a real I gamer? Know. Garrett, are you? Yeah. Yeah, then you need to do this. <laughs> you do. Okay. Okay. Uh, we'll see. Um, and I saw Zetch added something else here, but that doesn't come out this week. Comes out. Comes out the same day. What are you talking 17th? about? Comes it's Friday. Yeah, it comes out on Friday. Right, which we. I always do the previous week, the 9th through the 15th, buddy. Get with the show. I can talk about it, though, because we both pre-ordered it, so we're excited about playing it. That's how we always do it. It's always the previous week's games that, that came out. Yeah. I always look at a week as, like, you know, like a Sunday through Saturday. Uh, I look at it from when our show comes out, because that's all that matters in life is our show. <laughs> Put that on the back of the box. <laughs> this show is yeah. all that matters. Yeah, um, my bad. Man, I love, I love it my whole life, my stuff. life revolve, revolves around this show. Like it's like you may your weekend Saturday Sunday. So my weekend is Friday. Is that week? Exactly. For me, that's how I live my life. You should see my calendar. It's Friday is between this week's show and next week's show. No, but it's last week. It's the previous weeks. I always talk about these are the games that you missed this tomorrow. last week. But this show comes out on oh, Wednesday. Wednesdays. I keep thinking tomorrow. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's a little wonky. Once we added the whole Patreon tier thing, it made it a little wonky. But for everyone else, it makes sense. <laughs> Wednesday to Wednesday. Okay, got it. My bad. My yep. bad. There we go. We got I'm there in the end. But it's fine. We threw it on there because we both pre-ordered it, so we'll both probably be playing it when it comes out. Paper Mario: The Orig- Origami King, not the Origami Killer. Um, it comes out on the 17th. Uh, and uh, I tell you what, <laughs> last what I wrote? no, you had King. I, oh. I, I have multiple times almost said, like, without reading it, I, I've almost called it the Origami Killer, like, multiple times. I don't know why, because it doesn't even make sense, but <laughs> it's just what pops in my head. Um, I, you, uh, Star Wars show, yeah, when I, <laughs> the Bad Batch, yeah, yeah, I was like, <laughs> what? It? I was like, I, oh. Oh. scrolling through twitter i'm like wait what did that say okay that's not no okay cool that's that's what i thought that's better um i this is a game <laughs> i kind of wish I, i'm really i'm super curious about it now i am really interested just to get my hands on it and try it for myself because when i first saw the reveal trailer a few months back i was like oh man like this looks really fun you know what 
I have budget. I have money in my fun money budget here. I'm just going to pre-order it right here. And I made a mistake maybe of pre-ordering it digitally. Usually that's not a mistake, except for the fact that you can't cancel a digital pre-order. And then after the Nintendo Direct at the Treehouse that they did on, what was it, Friday? I don't know about that. Watching those people do that, like that whole gameplay you know, trailer that they did, I'm not as excited for it anymore. But again, it's like it also seems like one of those games where once you're in there and experiencing it, it could just be a lot of fun. It might be one of those, because there's games like that. They're not fun to watch, but they're yeah. a blast to play. They're, they are more fun because of the puzzles and stuff. And that's what it is. There's a lot of like puzzles and stuff in the combat. It's all the combat's all puzzles. Like you're not just like, it's not turn-based like you normally would think. It's not just like random, like smashing a button and hitting things. It's like, you got to twist this circle thing and get all your enemies lined up and attack and stuff. It's like, it's really like convoluted really, but in practice, like it might actually be fun to do. So I don't know. We'll see. I was a little put off by, by the Nintendo Treehouse last week. And I was bummed. I did all the research. I'm like, can I cancel my pre-order? No. Okay. Well, that's fine. Because it'll be interesting for us to have a discussion then. Like, if you end up really liking it, I hate it. Or vice versa. Like, who knows? Like, <laughs> Here's the deal. Um, Here's the deal. It's Nintendo. Does Nintendo I, I, really make bad games? Mm, like, what's like, a, what's like a really bad Nintendo game that you're just like, I can never yeah. play this game? Yeah, I, don't know. I can't really think of anything other than like... I did the beta for ARMS. I never played the full release, but I know ARMS didn't really turn me on. <laughs> uh, which is funny, but a lot of people did like it. I know, a lot I of people did like it, yeah. Ironically, the only game I can actually kind of think of or actually end up selling the game, which, looking back in my respect, I probably shouldn't have. I think I kind of overreacted, was Paper Mario Sticker Star for the Nintendo DS. Mm. Like, that game was medium yeah, i know a lot of people didn't really like that one yeah i feel like i heard i've heard that but yeah so we'll see i don't know uh tune in next week to um hear our thoughts on that i guess so because i'll definitely be playing it this friday um oh, yeah. and i think you, you said you, you pre-ordered it so you'll be playing it and we'll we yep. will get back and uh let you know what we think i'm excited so uh yeah how about we get into what you've been playing how about uh, Zet? You know what? J-Dub. You lead us off. JJ? You want me to go first? Okay. Whatever you want to do. Well, JJ is going to just talk about The Last of Us 2. Same old yeah, same. Yeah, let's, right let's, let's get it out of the way. Let's okay. talk about The Last of Us 2. Okay. Go ahead, JJ. Talk about Last of Us 2. Let's get it. So, I feel again, like. Don't want to spoil anything. You feel like what? I feel like Garrett and I have kind of dominated this entire podcast. So, it's, it's, guys, it's JJ time. You guys have been talking a whole lot. Let me talk a little bit about a game that I love. Yes. The second greatest game of all time that was ever created, The Last of Us 2. The game that Zetch Keenan will never be able to play for whatever reason. Although I would love to loan it to you. Well, not my copy. Probably like the Super Gamer Boy's copy. I just I really want you to play this game so that we can get your opinion of it in the future. I think that would be a really blast of a podcast to talk about. Uh, I, I love it. I have any been, desire to play that game. <laughs> about 23 hours in right now. Almost 24 hours in. Uh, of this 40-hour epic game, and I'm thoroughly impressed by the character development and where I'm at in the story. Uh, the story has just been remarkably good, and um, it's so multi-leveled and multi-layered. Um, I'm in love with the game. I, I'm just I'm blown away by how well they did with it, and I I wish that more people would give it an opportunity. I know that like you're talking about. You know, I'm like the only person that doesn't want to play it. 
<laughs> no, I know, uh, I know some other people that feel the you, same way. Is that you? Way to, I know that you were on Twitter today, but the last couple months, if you haven't been on Twitter as much, there have been a lot of people who do okay. not want to play this game. That's true. That's not. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I do remember seeing some responses from like other gamers. Oh, there's death threats. Yeah, they. they Which Neil is so over the Neil, top. Neil Druckmann, Laura Bailey, and uh, I saw those. Someone else. Someone else were, were like posting out like actually hey like these are some of the messages I've been getting like this sucks and like straight up death threats like hey I'm gonna come to your house uh like kill you and your family and like rape you and all this all this disgusting That's horrible things cool. it's like what is wrong with people like it's so messed up first of all think about this okay you make a game over a video which, game I'm not I'm not I'm not condoning that type of behavior at all that is evil has no place, especially in video games, like back off. It's, it's a video game, it's paid for entertainment, chill. The who is the primary audience of a video gamer? Like what when you think of a gamer, what do you think? Like who is it? Kids. Demographic, right? Like a white male, probably in his early twenties, slowly maybe getting into like his older you know, for like rated M games at least in his like anywhere from like seventeen to like maybe 27 right okay mm-hmm. that is who your primary audience is that that group that group what i just described is a very more often than not pretty conservative type of person so when you make a game i'm not saying you shouldn't make games with uh you know like with any type, any bit of homosexuality or people of different races i think that's great it's multicultural problem is, is when you make a game and try to shove that type of agenda into the face of that type of gamer, they're going to be a little upset because there's a way to do it and there's a way not to. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so you're going to tick off a per certain, you're going to tick off a, a specific demographic that buys your games. It's kind of like, go ahead. It's not, it's not being forced down anybody's throat. There's nothing there, like the, the, the agenda isn't being pushed the way that you're, that you're saying it. That's, I, I'm not getting the main character is a lesbian. <laughs> so so again, it comes down to what you said a moment ago when you said that it it's uh, it's about multicultural and like different perspectives and stuff like that. So it's not it's not pushing that agenda. It's not saying like this is. It's not like she turns the camera every thirty minutes. Like hey, <laughs> says, hey I'm a lesbian. lesbian. I'm still gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No score so one for the lesbians. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's it's just taking and making a, a hero out of a, a lesbian character or whatever I guess that you know that you're running as or whatever. But it's not it's not necessarily pushing an agenda. So I think that that's maybe a misconception, you know, um, that it's not saying this is the way we all need to be. Like everybody needs to be gay now or any of that kind of you know silly stuff. Um, it's just that just happens to be who the character is that she shares some moments with another female or whatever. And it's not, it's not really mentioned more than a little tiny bit. So it's not, it's never brought out tremendously. There's a little bit of kissing or whatever, but it's not something that I don't think that's the major part of the story. That, but I mean, that like you also have has nothing to do with the story. The other parts too that you're also throwing too would be like the, uh, what is it like a uh, the transgender in the beginning. That. Which, which that 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 was actually uh, Neil Druckmann came out and said like there isn't there isn't a transgender character like that was kind of like people assumed that a character was transgender that that it wasn't. Hmm. 
yeah, there was an assumption that a bunch of people made um, about one of the characters. Um, and JJ probably knows exactly yeah. who I'm talking about. But like yeah. a lot of people came out like, oh, this person just based off of yeah playing a game or photos and just made an assumption. But yeah, I think I forget where it was, but he's come out whether it was an interview or uh, or on a tweet. And he's like, yeah, like as far as I know, he's, he's just like, yeah, they weren't necessarily like they're not transgender. Like it's just you know think about it like a female in the post-apocalyptic world uh needing to be just like you're working harder like you're going to be buff like that's that's what it was it was like a just a super buff female who everyone just assumed was transgender um so yeah at least so far in the story yeah um i I mean and again like i'm not as far as jd so i don't know like he probably knows more but i don't want to spoil any more of this story for anyone at all either so yeah point made that i'm trying to make is that you can't you gotta remember who plays your games and you're gonna take some people off you just try to step outside the box a little bit so oh yeah no and i think that's one of those things like they probably knew what was coming but i mean obviously you never you anticipate people being upset but you never are like oh i can't wait to get those death threats tomorrow (laughs) like like that's 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 that's, i think i think i think that's the most messed up part about it is like yeah people straight up like yeah, it's saying just the most yeah. disgusting things, and just because they can say it over the internet, and they stupid. think like, oh, they don't, they don't see me. I'm not saying it to their face. I'm gonna say this stupid, horrible, in, inhumane things. Yeah, that's really dumb. But, <sighs> anyway, yes. what about you? So what are you playing this week, dude? I finally finished Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah. And yeah, if you follow. Any of our listeners that follow me on Twitter and who are more likely than not to unfollow me after my comments about Last of Us Part Two, <laughs> uh, I do. <laughs> uh, I finished Final Fantasy VII Remake. It is awesome. I love it. Um, probably one of the best Final Fantasies I have played since. I probably want to say since ten, and ten is like my favorite Final Fantasy game ever made. Not a I big guess. fan of fifteen. Oh no, I love fifteen. Fifteen is great. Yeah. It's not 10. 10 was... 10, on so many levels, just, like, rocked my world in terms of how to tell stories. That was one of the first games to actually really introduce a lot of... uh, a lot of really heavy, like, um, audio, voice audio. Mm. Like, actual in-game dialogue. And not just, like, cutscenes, but, like, throughout, like, just regular gameplay. Like, a lot of, you know... um, Very cinematic, very beautiful. uh, But... all that ties into Final Fantasy VII Remake, where it's like, okay, yes, it's a cash grab. Yes, they knew they were going to just make a crap ton of money with this game. Uh, but they did it right. They did it in a way that I thought was actually very tasteful and was very... Um, it it drew out more in those characters. Like, for a person that played through Final Fantasy VII and was like, okay, yeah, it's good for... a rpg i always kind of felt it was overrated going back and playing Final Fantasy VII remake i was like okay now this this is how it should be done the voice acting throughout the entire game was very it's still kind of anime level quality but it wasn't over the top anime you know so you're not like just cringing at every single sentence uttered you know it's still had a lot of heart especially from barrett like a lot of his dialogue is very over the top but especially as a dad i relate to garrett or barrett like he's got, you know, little Marlene he's trying to look out for and how they kind of really expound on his relationship with his daughter and why he's really doing what he's doing. Um, and they actually give like, him a little bit. Go ahead. 
I was gonna say, I feel like having him having a like an actual voice, like hearing the intonation of different things. Like I feel like what little I played of Seven on my Switch, I was just like, I have the stuff he's saying. I'm just like, what in the world? Like, what is he getting at? Or I don't understand. Like, that doesn't make sense. But then like hearing someone actually speak those words, I'm like, oh man, like there's just so much emotion behind so much of what he's saying. He's just so emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's a very charismatic dude. And then you have Cloud, who's like the opposite. He's not charismatic at all. In fact, he's kind of like an emo kid. Like, he really, really is, like, your high school emo kid. I don't want any friends. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but the way they develop him and actually kind of get him to have a better relationship with, like, his party. And, of course, Aerith and Tifa and Jesse. It was almost like you, you're almost like you're wanting Cloud to, like, fall in love with, like, one of these characters. And each one of those mm. characters, you're just like, oh my gosh like you're super cool you're super cool you're super cool and then the way they introduce characters and the way they get rid of some characters you're just like man what is gonna happen so hmm. some characters that were just like footnotes which i know we've mentioned on the show before the know, three avalanche uh yeah. wedge biggs and jesse they were they were in like one scene and that was it yeah in the very beginning and this they're, they're like key characters out the entire thing they're like my favorite characters from the game. Like they're yeah. amazing. Like Jesse is uh, like awesome. Uh, Biggs is awesome. Wedge is amazing. That... So cool. Wedge is so cool. I'm like, yeah, these guys are awesome. <laughs> the voice actor for Wedge actually is the voice actor who plays Badger in Breaking Bad. Oh wow! So yeah, so and he did a great. He did obviously he does a great job. And hmm. um, but yeah, I remember, I finally finished it. I had, Sephiroth was a pretty tough boss. Like dude, that was. It took me a few. I think he was the hardest. I I didn't die very much in my playthrough, like in the boss fights, but got a Sephiroth and I died a lot. I was like messing with my materia, messing with my armor, just being like, okay, how can I optimize this? And ultimately ended up going with less materia and more just, I ended up using those astral bracelets. Mm. And that kind of oh, yeah. bolster my, my defense a little bit more. So that was pretty fun. That's the, but that was like the beauty of the strategy of that game. Like it took, they got rid of the whole turn-based structure, completely chucked it out the window. Not even a thing. Went straight action RPG with it, but still left in a lot of strategy on how you set mm-hmm. your party up depending on what you're doing. And it wasn't really about, okay, I'm just gonna play as Cloud and hack and slash my way through a level. It was like you gotta learn how to play with the entire group. So you're switching characters the entire time. You're not. Yeah. You know, you're like, okay, I need, if I'm going to beat this boss, I need everybody to build towards a limit break. So you're fighting with this character, fighting with this character, fighting with this character, heals, you're checking meters. You're really having to manage a party while the action's going and yeah. not just being There's like, a lot going on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's very like, yeah, it's like playing chess, but both players are playing at the same time. So you're having to yeah. think moves ahead, you know, without, oh yeah, it's so, it's such a good RPG and very easy yeah. for anybody that's not an RPG enthusiast on at any rate to actually still get in and really love it like it's the mm. perfect in my opinion i think it's the perfect um it's the anti-rpg you know it's the it's the it's the it's the rpg you make for the person that's like oh i hate rpgs they're boring you know mm. like this yeah you don't want to put it down like the story is always going story uh, side quests were really well done but they weren't too overloaded and they were really evenly paced. Um, I think my only gripe, if I were to have a gripe, would be like that last couple chapters were so not 
the rest of the game. Like, <laughs> it was like... Most of the chapters in the game are pretty pretty smaller. They're pretty much the same kind of pace, same time frame. <laughs> the last, like, two or three are, like, yes. really long. I know. You're <laughs> like, oh, I have two chapters left. Oh, it should take me about this many hours, like maybe a couple hours or whatever. And then it's yeah. like, no, okay, no, I have this many hours. <laughs> like, because they really jam-pack a whole lot of content yeah. those last. So you think you're almost done. You're not. You're not done. <laughs> like, you have a long way to go. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, no, it's it, it's so good. I'm, I'm glad, really glad you liked for the it. second one. Yeah, I'm. The ending was great. I can't wait for the second one. Like it ended at a, it ended at a really sweet, a very Fellowship of the Ring. I'm using a lot of Lord of the Rings comparisons, but very Fellowship of the Ring, where like, you follow these characters through this really epic time. Things are really about to get good, and then it ends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it definitely leaves you on like a so, okay what's next what's gonna happen next year because especially me for i don't know the story yeah. i'm just like wait what like that doesn't make sense like that has me intrigued like i'm super intrigued like what is going on like what is what does this mean what is happening <laughs> yeah so. i thought for sure one of the characters wasn't coming back i thought for sure i was like i thought i thought for sure i was gonna lose one of the people get the game in it so mm. whether or not someone did leave that up to you guys if viewers but man stellar game stellar music Good game oh my gosh everything about it i know Perfect. i want the soundtrack so bad i wish it was on spotify because i'd listen to that all the time yeah it's good so good. It's super good you can find orchestrations of it like they really honestly like you can find orchestrations of a lot of those pieces and like mm. if you listen to final fantasy 2020 so anyway okay okay jj's yawned like five oh. times I don't Sorry, JJ's yeah. ready to go to bed. I'm so bored thinking about uh, cloud and and slashing and hacking and uh, I don't know why. Like the whole RPG thing, <laughs> it just you guys are. Oh, this is the crazy. RPG for you. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> My son, well, uh, Levi, uh, was watching me. Oh, one fast funny anecdote is my yeah. son was watching me play. Levi, he's my youngest. He's three. He's like, Dad, what's his name? I was like, his name's Cloud. And he goes, that's a silly name. Don't <laughs> <laughs> so from the mouth of a babe. He's a genius. The boy is a genius. Uh, so like, good. wow, that's a silly name, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> and he's really articulate. He said it just like that. <laughs> like, he said it just like that. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh so I have been playing um, Last of Us Part Two. I'm still digging it. I just got to kind of a big turning point in the story. I'm way behind JJ, um, but uh, I am loving it so far. Um, yeah, the story is just so gripping. And honestly, JJ was even telling JJ earlier today that I I'm so engaged in the story that I dropped the difficulty to the point, like not all the way, which is really cool. So this is actually something I didn't realize. I've never seen this in another video game, so I actually kind of want to talk about it. Uh, but I ended up dropping the difficulty because I'm like, I just, I need more of the story. And it's to the point where the gameplay wasn't too hard, but I was just getting so lost in the open worlds that it was like looking for bullets and looking for supplies, like just playing on normal. I'm like, I don't want to spend like a couple hours doing that. like. I just as as much fun as I had. I know last week I'm like I love doing that. I could spend hours doing it. Now I'm like, the story just got to a point where I'm like, oh no, I need more story, 
And so I just want to be able to like have bullets and have supplies so I can just get some more of the story. But what's cool about the difficulty in there is um, there's five different categories. You can just drop it down. There's like a general uh, thing up top that says difficulty and you can just set it from like easy, normal, hard, very hard, whatever. There's four different settings. Actually, I think there's more. There's like six, five or six. So there's like pretty wide range of the gradient there. It's kind of cool. But then underneath it, you can actually customize it. So you have your player player difficulty, your enemy difficulty, your shooting difficulty, cool. your supply difficulty, your you can like there's yeah, there's five different categories. I don't remember all five of them specifically, but so I just dropped down uh um the supply difficulty like a couple bumpers, so I just have more bullets. And I think I just put the enemies just down one notch. But I could have put it down like two or three. I just put it down the one because I'm like, I don't need them that easy. I don't need them easy. I just want to be able to like have bullets and then like, again, get through um, the story stuff. And I mean, it's still to the point where because I was able to customize it like that, the game still has like challenges in different areas, which is still a lot of fun with like puzzles and stuff like that. Um, and even some of the, you know, the bosses and stuff are still difficult to fight. Um, but I just thought that was so cool. That's an accessibility option I've never seen in another game. Uh, where you can customize each little part of the difficulty. It's not just one big, oh, it's either easy or hard. It's like, oh, it can be, you know, normal, but this one aspect can be a little easier. So, I don't know, that was kind of a cool feature. Um, cool. And, uh, but the biggest thing that I've been playing, uh, which I didn't even spend too much time on, I had very, 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 very little gaming time this last week, uh, but I was able to borrow my buddy's Oculus Rift this VR headset. And dude, I want one so bad now. I'm like, nope, not now. After the PlayStation 5, it'll be that'll be like next Christmas's thing. I'll save it for the next year after this and get that next year. But dude, Oculus is so amazing. I Bro, immediately downloaded I immediately Oculus purchased I know. Uh I mean immediately bought Beat Saber because it was like uh I was like, oh, it's like 30 bucks or something like that and it was a quick download i knew i could download it was like a few megabytes like a few couple hundred megabytes so like in two minutes i was up and running um and uh i was having so much thinking fun beat saber is amazing i know you keep talking about it you and your family play all the time i'm in love with it i wasn't able to play a ton like i said but it is so much fun it is really hard like i was i'm super i was used to be back in the day super good at rhythm games like guitar hero and rock band like i was pretty killer back in the day i was like oh pfft. it's like riding a bike it's the same thing right no not at all like in the rhythm mass the only thing the only way it's the same is that you have to keep a rhythm other than that it's completely different <laughs> yep. um and so i i want to play it more and i'll probably talk about more next week then if i actually have some chance a chance this week to play um but the second thing and i know that you're gonna be so proud of me i played half-life alex like i said earlier it's on sale i'm like okay i'll buy it 45 bucks it's normally like 60 bucks why not uh picked it up i only played through the first chapter there wasn't really any combat at all i've used a gun a few times but uh right away i'm like oh man like this game is freaking gorgeous um i was amazed at how well it ran on my system um too because of how graphical uh, powerhouse it is um granted like I have a decent graphics card, but my processor, that's my problem. I have, a, I have a good graphics card and good RAM, but my processor's not the best. Like, I didn't realize when I bought it what I was getting. Um, and uh, But it's it's run all the VR stuff just fine, and I'm playing on, like, high settings, I think, on, on Alex even. 
like medium to high. Oh. I think I kind of, I customized it a little bit. Um, so it's like kind of partially medium, partially high in some areas, but um, it's been running smooth, running great. And, and I, I just have the Rift, not the Rift S. So it's not as good looking as it probably could be. Um, no, the Rift actually it's... has, be- the Rift actually is better than the Rift S. Oh really? Has OLED okay. lenses in it, and the Rift S doesn't. Ah, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, then, yeah. I mean, it looks pretty dang good. It looks amazing in there, uh, and it feels amazing. I think the craziest thing, and I haven't played a VR game in a long time. I used to have a PSVR a couple years ago, um, but jumping in this and then having a conversation with someone and they're looking you dead in the eyes, I'm like right? Uh, like even just a normal conversation, like it's just like, hey, how's it going? Like some like random dude, like I haven't seen you in so long. How are you? Like, uh, like he's giving you your equipment oh go over there and pick up your gun get your gloves but he's like just looking you dead in the eye i'm like uh like i don't know yeah. this shouldn't make me feel uncomfortable because this is just a normal conversation but it does kind of make me feel uncomfortable i think because you're not actually talking like your character's talking so it feels like he's talking to someone else while staring at you and it's like uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a very strange thing to get used to again because the last time the last time the biggest thing i played before is resident evil so when they were looking at you too like they were ready to kill you but at least in, yeah. in this game it's a little more cordial yeah. so far but it's still awkward um but man i'm yeah. i'm having a blast yeah i can't wait to i wanted i played through all the way through chapter one which is basically this tutorial so i'm excited to get into more of it and actually start shooting some stuff i can't wait for you to find yourself in a dark tunnel and all of a sudden realize that you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, my wife Crazy. has watched me and laughed many times at me playing that game. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. screaming like a girl. That's going to be me. Like dropping clips, trying to slam in my gun. <laughs> uh, yes. There so is that, that's the possibility a... of being able to stream your, yourself playing any of that? oculus on uh, like on our Twitter. um i'm gonna say no only because vr takes a lot of processing power and i was surprised that my computer can even handle what i'm doing at least with alex um i don't think i could do both at the same time uh, and i don't have another computer that i could stream from my macbook pro is like 10 years old and barely runs google chrome so um <laughs> uh yeah, so I, I unfortunately no, not unless I had a second PC probably because yeah, my PC I don't think can handle doing both. That's a lot. Uh, we had well, we had a similar issue when we did those Halloween videos a couple years ago or last year with uh, when we tried to do what was it, um, the Blair Witch video. There was yeah. some random little, and that wasn't even streaming. I was just recording, so it was like recording and get playing at the same time. It was too much for it. So, uh, but yeah, so I'm loving it. I can't wait to talk about it more. Uh, you know next week when i have some more gameplay time hopefully but uh yeah Me that's too. all i've been playing for you so cool. I'm excited vr it's so like much, it's so good to be back in there so good to be back in vr and half-life alex is such such a huge leap from anything from psvr even though like resident oh. evil 7 was amazing and there's some other cool experiences like this is like holy cow like this is such a huge jump <laughs> i feel like every major bigger game like you know you consider like the batman you know he's the other bigger games have all kind of been like a proof of concept yes up yeah. until half-life alex where half-life alex is like okay fine for time for daddy to show you how it's done all right, yeah well, you little kids step aside we're gonna produce the very first <laughs> big triple a title for this thing and if you look around you'll notice that you can actually do like a wall and like put your hand against the wall you get the force feedback as you touch the wall your yeah no actually that's, that's go the f- like that yeah that's the first thing i noticed that like 
actually added so much more immersiveness immersiveness yeah. because PSVR doesn't have rumble in the controllers, but with Oculus, like I I pick up right at the beginning, you pick up a marker and there's a window, like a white they use it as a whiteboard, but it's just like a regular glass window. I picked up a whiteboard marker and I immediately started like scribbling like i wrote my i was like garrett was here and like every time the marker hits the board like you feel it like for the force like that rumbles a little bit to make it feel like you're tapping your hand yeah. against a wall or like yeah when you go to grab something like it like it just a little bit of haptic feedback a little bit of vibration and it's just like oh like i i grabbed something i just touched something like it wasn't it's not just me like you know clawing at air it's like oh no like this is actually like tangible it's so cool yeah so and like yeah and the uh no, the controllers are super comfortable. Yeah, super oh, comfortable so good. And I, way more intuitive than PSVR, too. I really like the intuitiveness of just, like, where everything is, how easy it is to hit buttons. Yeah, so far, so good with, with Oculus. Get, I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> once you get that third sensor, that's a game changer. I'm going to try... So I, I sent it to you already, but there's this way to trick it into 360 tracking with basically putting one on each corner of the room. I actually bought a 10-foot USB extender for like six bucks on Amazon, <laughs> really USB three extender, and other people said they it worked, um, and so I'm gonna give that a shot and see if I can do the 360 tracking with just two sensors because I don't have a hundred bucks to drop on a sensor, and it's not even my Oculus. I'm not gonna go buy a sensor first. Yeah, no, right? It's not my Oculus, so I'm gonna see if that works. And because yeah, you were saying 360 tracking is kind of key to the game too. Maybe if so. your buddy will sell you his Oculus, it's just sitting there in his closet most if, of the time. If I hang on to it long enough and just don't give it back to him and just quote unquote forget, he might I, is that is I that okay? I forgot that I had your Oculus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, if I just hold on to it long enough, maybe he'll forget because I mean he never played it, right? <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be sweet. That'd be cool. Maybe, maybe let's talk to him, Ryan, if you're listening. Alrighty, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening this week. Uh, it's we're going running long because we had some good discussion in the news and a lot of cool stuff to talk about what you're playing. So we're going to skip the question of the show. We did have one as uh, written in by a good listener, uh, Chloe. Thank you so much, Chloe, for writing in. We'll we'll hit it later. I'll make sure of that. Um, but if you haven't already, like we've mentioned earlier in the show, go check us out at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. You can support us over there a dollar a month. Get episodes early and ad free super awesome and be super thankful for that supergamerboys.com slash store you can get awesome merch just like our coffee mugs as seen on Setch's Instagram you can get sweet t-shirts as seen on JJ's body right now look at that <laughs> that's beautiful I haven't even had I, so I kind of redesigned it a little bit because I had I, I changed the type of t-shirts they were using they were using like a different style of t-shirt that I actually ordered one and didn't like it. I'm like, oh, I don't want people buying this garbage. So is that comfortable? Is it soft? This is Feel good? super, super soft, super comfortable. Okay. Because um, mine wasn't. Soft. Mine was like rough. Mine felt like sandpaper. I'm like, this sucks. So I like changed the t-shirt and I was hoping they were better. <laughs> no, this is fantastic. Awesome. Cool. So cool. check out our merch. Newly renovated. Uh, so you can rate and review us over on your favorite pop- podcast uh, app of choice. Um, remember to like and subscribe on YouTube. That way you uh, get the next episodes when they come out. Uh, go to supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, facebook.com slash supergamerboys. We're all over the web. But more importantly, you can find each of us individually. I'm on Twitter at gmorelang. JJ's over on Twitter. At JJ Purdom. And you can find Zetch over on Instagram and Twitter. At, uh, yeah, and Twitter. Zetch Keenan. 
There we go. Go give them a follow. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Graphics, Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Graphics. And that is our show. Well, you well, can't guys, forget one more time. You got to hit hashtag Super Gamer Boys giveaway. Oh, yeah. What are you, what's, what's that doing? Just taking a selfie. Take a selfie. Oh, nice. Can I enter the, the sweeps, the giveaway here? So, yeah, uh, it is a very, game. very. It is a very, very end of the show. So at this point, 99% of you have already turned off this podcast. But uh, we do have a giveaway. You one percenters. We're, we're, we're here for you. Uh, remember, take a selfie with your favorite game. Uh, and hashtag Super Gamer Boys giveaway. Tag us at Super Gamer Boys. This giveaway ends the 15th. That is Wednesday night. That's when we will stop um, counting entries. So please, please, please. Send in those pictures because I love seeing what all your guys' favorite games are. And now, that is our show. Right on. And I'll make sure to put He's my out. name in there a couple more times before we before Wednesday. So I have two okay. more gigs. So I'll I'll. Yeah. You're disqualified. You're disqualified. I don't like it when you run things, Zetch. You're always doing that to me. All right. Oh, well, no. you know what? Forget it. I won't. I won't do it. But we'll look forward to be able to pull the name out of a hat and figure out who did it. So for this week, that's the show. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Once again, that guy that looks kind of like a hobbit, that good-looking stud him, that is Zetch Keenan. And the tall, lanky guy, that's Garrett. I guess I guess Garrett Morlang is what some people call him. He's kind of like the, the butthead to my beavis. So <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if that's accurate or not. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm JJ Purdom. We are the Super Gamer Boys. And we will catch you on the flippity-flop.